0: top of the workshop wednesday to you and yours and thanks for tuning in to the dose, dose. we are back in studio thank you to daniel barraza for coming in and uh, laying it down however long ago that was a little flashback flasher, we did here flashback. on the dose but it's always relevant the things that come out of that guy's mouth so daniel thank, thank you my you, man sir. but we are back back in the house we are here the magic man is here mark hutch yes i am <laughs> the furry little animals back there <laughs> yeah Hello, lauren byron. you met him hi guys no comment The furry little animal byron <laughs> filson is here and you heard her we have a special guest in the house lauren rosen thank you for welcome. joining welcome welcome
1: thank you for you're a first timer yes
2: first time doser
0: it's <laughs> awesome. First time in the Dose Studios. How does it feel?
1: I'm getting a little nervous. I'm you
0: straight. are. Uh, <laughs> You'll be no excited be here. Always happy yeah. to
1: share and, and you know make other people better in their business and good.
0: Well, we love share that. our that's the spirit. You're that's, in the you're in the trust tree. So <laughs> yes. every, you know you're you're good. And that is the a, spirit of the Dose
2: sharing. Yeah. So thank you. Appreciate you coming on. Strategies, okay. tactics,
0: and insight to help folks out there grow their business <laughs> and ideally any business. You can always go back on SoundCloud. Type in my home group daily dose and find this anywhere. Yes, yes. Or compose a text yes. text for the new listeners to 77, This is from a man over here seven seven nine four eight and write daily dose in the sub or in the message. All one word, no spaces. Yes. Got that? All right, let's go, Lauren. What's Easy. happening? And thank you again for joining us thank in you. advance. We'll figure out how many uh, parts we're going to do as we wing it here on the daily dose. But you'll be around for <laughs> a few days at least.
1: I can talk. Yeah. All right. Bring it. Yeah. I've been slinging we get real estate a long time. I know. Sling it. I, I think I know a thing or two. Love it. Been
0: around the block. Good. Just like us. Been and, around uh, for a while. How
1: long has it been? Uh, 15 plus years. So okay. I've been in the good, the bad, the good, the bad.
0: Where are you at right now?
1: Very good. I mean, <laughs> no, I
0: figured so. I
1: think everybody's in good right now. I think the last eight years has been a nice upswing. and. Indeed. People need to prepare for changes.
0: It's one of the things we've been saying for a while, actually, is that, you know, now still is the time. We've been saying it for a while, not knowing how long it was going to go for this good run, because we are in a good run right now. And that now is the time to work harder than you ever have, make more than you ever have, and then save more, hopefully, than you ever have, mm-hmm. preparing for whatever it is. Who knows what's to come? Exactly. Right?
1: My so. goal, like, I personally try to spend my extra money on buying rental properties and increasing my passive income. That's like where a lot of my money goes. And then I really try to live below my means.
2: Because I great. have seen
1: the crash. How no. many
2: properties are you up to? I have a handful. All right. A few
1: multifamily, a few in another state, so I can write off those vacations. And yeah. <laughs>
2: there you
1: go. <laughs> I'm very into tax and legal strategies. So my Good. first year in the business, I owed like forty something thousand in taxes. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm twenty three years old. I owe forty something. So I just immediately just started like studying and learning about tax strategies and sure. legal strategies and how to structure myself. And
2: that's good. And your business owner need to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I so
2: love that. You have started win-
0: educating yourself on huh? just going 23. for twenty-three. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I was a waitress. Most people don't whole-
2: have that wherewithal to do that.
0: <laughs> Where were you, a waitress?
1: So I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. All right. And I waited tables from like fourteen on, and then around twenty, I just was done. And I called my yeah. mom, and I go, "I'm moving to Arizona." She goes, "What? You've never even been there." Like,
0: <laughs> Sounds like, I don't good. care. I'll
1: be fine. I'll wait tables. I'll finish my degree at ASU. And I just promised myself after college, like no more waiting tables. Like you think it's great money because it's 150, 200 bucks a night, but it's really not. It's not. And so I got into the mortgage business in oh three, which is, you know, wonderful. And, you know, back then it was really low rates of 5.875%. Right, and right. people were loving it. And so... A year into that, I really started, just decided that I needed a specialty. I think if you have a specialty, you're more focused on anything you could do. Um, so I really went after the investors and understanding that market. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like went to seminars and read books and I really specialized in that. And then a year later, I got my real estate license and I did both until 09 when the market crashed. And when the market crashed, I was just jumped into those trustee sales and bought really heavy for five and a half years and. You know, came out of that barely alive. <laughs> <laughs> like most. I mean, energy-wise. Side of things. Yeah. yeah so much. There
2: was so much turmoil surrounded that, in, the, in those situations too, with the people's situations. So.
1: Yeah, it was really. Um, I handled all the evictions too. So it was tough. But like. You know it's also tough because you're doing so well yeah, because you're making so much money in this downturn, but like you don't want to go brag about it because everyone's really having a tough time yeah, yeah. and that's why like now I, I always put like 25 percent down on any property I buy and that way if there is a 10 or 12 percent adjustment, I'm always protected and that's I'm really good. not into overleveraging. I'm okay with leveraging. it's the overleveraging I
0: Get worried about. There's a fine line with yeah, that, right? Yeah. Where do you draw that line much. sometimes? Twenty five percent. That's actually where I draw. Yeah, that yeah. is drawn. Typically, drawn I, just, I just told you. Are You listening? Twenty five. <laughs> Wake up, <laughs> if
1: you can. You yeah, know.
2: Yeah. So. Well, it's nice for you and your bit, just because you have a lending background. You know, we have a lending background. It's nice being able to see all different sides of the transaction, so you have the knowledge to share with your team and also the buyer and seller having somebody like yourself who's fully in the know because there's a lot of agents that have, you know, gotten in the business in the last 5 years a lot more than <laughs> I think almost the the down, when things were hot before and you know one thing that is is always as we're going up against other folks in competition is the person with the most knowledge and you know it's like anything else you learn it with experience and through the transaction so it's nice to be able to have that are you um uh, with your team uh who is the most would you say experienced uh or tenured person on your on your team oh right definitely
1: now? my admins
2: <laughs> you <laughs>
0: <laughs> the guy behind the camera
2: smart your admins that's awesome so my
1: admins i really require a minimum 10 years Experience. oh wow and my agents i'll bring them in brand new it's not a problem as long as they have a sales background
2: you can train those but i'm really not a, I, skills. what i
1: learned about hiring agents is like you gotta watch where their backgrounds are you know if they come sure. from an engineer background are they really going to be this amazing salesperson
0: right yeah
1: you right. know or stuff like that i mean you know usually waiters and bartenders that have been they're usually they can come in and kind of get in. and they don't smooth people and because people don't want to be sold. They want to shop with friends, sure. right?
2: Yep. So they want the experience.
1: when I'm going out looking at houses with them, like we're supposed to have a good time, you know? Yep. And so I also learned to not point out everything too. You know, you're there to enjoy it. You always tell them, Oh, I think this, I know a lot of things I can point out a roof is good or not, but you always cover your butt and say,
0: I was the same way. Co- it's never about like roofing. selling. I didn't like that. Like selling people like no, wait, walk in. Oh, you can do this. You can knock on a wall. Yeah, like, they'll no, make those decisions. like, no, like I'm not going to try to talk you into it. Like you're going to walk in and you're going to know. You know, yeah, Yay not just yeah. Yeah, help facilitate an experience and a process. But turning back the clock, how long did you? How long did it take you to? I always, we're always curious how long it takes people to figure it out.
1: So okay. I, I got it right away. So I'm 23 years old, and I'm like, I got to get rid of this Brooklyn accent. No one's gonna <laughs> give me their social security number and bank was, account information. know, this is back in I the lending it was day.
0: Arlington. I was confused, <laughs> with Texas or, or or. I'm
1: like, <laughs> I would sit in my apartment and like practice. I was like it's not chocolate. <laughs> yes. so I asked my That's neighbor, right. I'm like, is it chocolate? And they're yeah. like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, it's three syllables, right? Like, chocolate. help me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I got rid of it and then I just got it, you know? And like, it was interesting back then. So it's 2003, the mark, you know, refinance boom is just going off. And so we had this live telemarketing office. And so they're calling leads all day for you, like warm, like sending you warm leads. And, you know, I worked about 15 guys and every day at happy hour, they go out for drinks at three or four. I would sit in the office till nine o'clock every single night. I did this for two years. All those live leads came to me. So I was like in the top three of the company within a month or two, which made them not like me more, which excluded me more, which made me more powerful because I sat in the office more.
0: (laughs) Hustling though, doing what it takes. Yeah. And like, doing what it takes. Imagine that.
1: And it's funny, we talk about CRMs and systems and how important they are. And like back then, this is my system. Everything was printed out. You know, it was like the nighttime calling pile, the daytime calling pile. If the daytime didn't answer, then I would put it in the call time. You know, it's like, you start watching, you know, you realize all these agents, like nobody's really prospecting at night, but like, I mean, that's when I made all my money It was six to nine. That's when you caught people. And, you know, so I'm Think really about that. big I mean, into as a,
0: as a, just, you know, is that a strategy and maybe now it's a little different. Maybe now it could be through, you know, direct messages, you know, Facebook messenger, you know, cause obviously calling people at night could sometimes get us a little bit. Little slack, but hey, if you're winning with nah, it. Yeah, if they're like, they put a solo
1: it. request in to see a house and they don't answer my noon call, on. then at 5 p.m., oh, be online. like, what time would you like to see the house? Yeah. You know? And so. Not a
2: lot of agents don't do it at night because they think they're fearful of the response. You they're know. doing their paperwork at night because
1: mm-hmm. they're not realizing they're the value of a a TC.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or messing around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we all think yeah. we're busy, right? But are yeah. we really prospecting? Are we shutting off our phones and only working a new business? And that's what I really drive into my agents. So they have set days that they know they're in their office so that when they're setting their task in their CRM, they work, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays in my office. I set my tasks for Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so it's helping them like use the CRM and the task more and following them.
2: Which CRM are you using? We're
1: using LionDesk. Okay. It's very <laughs> elaborate and allowed uh, features. And um, we, I like it the best right now because it has a phone number. So when people call the phone number, it pulls their information. Oh, nice. By so their email, their name, everything like within minutes. And then I can send them a handwritten note because I have their ad, you know, so you can get creative.
2: How big is your team right now?
1: Um, there is nine of us in okay. Arizona and one in San Diego.
2: And nine all in production or does that include staff? Admin? Uh, two
1: admin, everyone's licensed. Okay. And then the rest are sales.
2: And you have a TC dedicated to your team?
1: Yeah. So we have one TC, she's been me seven years and then we have a listing manager. So I used to have everybody do one, but then one day I took, and they were both doing both, but it was like too many cooks in the kitchen. Sure. Oh, and yeah. they were both qualified to do each job. So I actually went and I made a list of everything they each do and we separate. we separated it. So it's listing manager, transaction manager. I made them business cards. So when I go to a listing, I give them the listing manager's card. This is who's going to contact you and be your point of contact after this. So by building the team, the whole reason I built a team was to have more time. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone thinks you do it for money. It's not true. (laughs) You do it for time. It's time. In my case. So, um, I'm trying to make the clients comfortable enough with this person that they don't call me for every little thing.
2: Well, it's that expectations, it. you know, that's setting the expectations up front. I think the reason yep. why a lot of agents either fail in that area is because they, they don't let them know who is going to be reaching out to them and they try to hold on surprise, to everything. Yeah. yeah and then it becomes a surprise, especially if you're trying to do everything and be everything and handle the paperwork, this and that. But if, you know, day one that expectation is sent of here's who for what this is, what's going to happen and just lining line out the whole step, the process. Then the clients don't care. In fact, they like that. They like the fact that they have a team that's assisting them, a team that is actually getting them to the finish line because it's all hands on deck. They feel like they're being taken care of, which they are, obviously. But you know, nowadays, the team concept, uh, the bigger group concept is more, I think, uh, um, more appealing to a buyer and a seller because they're... This process is tough, and all the new things that have we're you know, competing come into with the, the process, eye buyers Yeah, and that's there's a so serious, many
1: That's a serious threat. To well, let's us. talk about that. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that <laughs> tomorrow
0: because yeah. that's one of the, seriously yeah. that's one of the things that's that's been to. hot on my mind lately. <laughs> and I have some things that I think that as we move forward in this industry, I think are going to be very very important. Um, so and the
1: thing about the thing too is like, I mean, I don't want to say this, but I don't think this individual agent's going to make it that much longer. Like, mm-hmm. look what's going on. Have you driven down the I-10 and seen the red fin? Listing ad for 1.5%. That's scary shit. It is
2: scary. You know,
1: and do you want to know who just came back to Zillow and is now back on the board is Barton. And he's the one that started Expedia, which literally put travel agents out of of business business. and changed the travel world forever. And so he just kicked um, the last guy out who's been there last seven years and he just came back. And so, I mean, there's just big things happening. And that's why I'm really big on teaching people buy rental properties have passive income live below your means like really big into that
0: let's
2: chat on that tomorrow let's stop there thanks to our sponsor no you're you're good good. thanks to our sponsors vip mortgage and alliance property inspections guys we'll be at you more tomorrow with lauren rosen see you see you